0: It's twenty minutes after four o'clock. If you've just joined us, a warm welcome. You're just in time, as we now chat to Central Houtings Lion CEO, that is John O'Leaf Right, John it's been a while. A warm welcome to Radio Two Thousand. How are you doing?
1: Thanks, Romy. Yeah, good day to you and your listeners, and a very happy New Year to you and everybody.
0: It's good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was busy saying, you know, we listened to the big story of of the week, just throwing back to last week, Brendan Taylor pops up. Then you take a look at what is happening with cricket South Africa. And then I was saying to the listeners, you know, racism all these years into a democratic South Africa. Do you think that we have a conversation about race far easier than what we did before? Or is this topic something that is still very touchy?
1: Yeah, Rhymes. I think it's touchy for those that uh, that are probably still racist, but uh, for for what I'd like to believe, the majority of South Africans that are not, um, it's a it's a conversation that needs to be had and a conversation that we shouldn't be scared to have. Hmm. At the end of the day, if we don't have them, uh, we're never going to fix the problems that exist among some mindsets and among some people.
0: Yeah, because I mean, if I'm reading here, so Lions Cricket adopted a long-term inclusive transformation charter, sought to bring equality. Equity, diversity, it sounds like a dream when I read it, but in reality, is this what the Lions do? Or is it something that perhaps, you know, when we're not looking, the Lions don't do?
1: Yeah, Rhymes, I think it's a great question. I think proudly I can answer it that it's certainly something that we do. and certainly a mindset that's uh, been entrenched in all of our staff, all of our board, and every single stakeholder within cricket within our province, from players to, to everyone off the field. Um, At the end of the day, if we're going to achieve true transformation, it needs to be a way of life for everybody involved. It Mm. can't be a tick-box exercise. Mm. Mm. And I think the challenge that many businesses have and many organizations have is that they do want to just tick the box and they do want to just submit the piece of paper. But unless you really make a concerted effort to change and and the leaders are are able to be brave enough to be the change agents Mm. Mm. and take the team with them, um, you're really just going to drift along and never really make meaningful change. And I'm very proud and blessed at Lions Cricket that we managed to achieve real meaningful change. I mean, you speak about that scorecard and the Level 2 contribution verification that we got now uh, about two weeks ago. And that's an organization that for for years and years, in fact, in its history, the best it's been able to achieve is Level 4. Um, and really, we've managed to, to take this team with us from the boardroom to the players mm-hmm. and everyone involved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm i um, on a journey of transformation and, and, trans- and organisational transformation, not just a, a black-white thing yeah. on the field, because that, for us, is not what transformation is about. Mm-hmm. It's about mm-hmm. making sure there's equity and equality, making sure we're empowering our women, making sure that we're a voice for gender-based violence and stopping it, and making sure that every single person within our organisation, black, white, coloured Indian, um, men, women, young, old, uh, feel a part of a journey of transforming. And as I say, I'm very, very proud and very, very blessed to be the leader of this great province and to have managed to have a team that has uh, really delivered something phenomenal.
0: How do you do it? Because it is in the doing. And yes, you are the leader of this team. But how do you then lead this team in a way? And as we said, we're not just talking about transformation and having it be colour. You know, you've mentioned all the different uh, spheres. So holistically, as um, the Lions transform, I sort of want to ask, how do you measure it? How do you see and touch and feel it and see that this thing um, that once was is no longer what it was and has transformed? You know, I guess, caterpillar butterfly.
1: Yeah, Rhymes. I think it's it's about brave leadership. And I think about being honest and open and having those robust conversations and not being scared to have them. At the end of the day, if we're going to see a better South Africa, we need to change. And we need to make sure that we take the majority of South Africans um, on a journey of, of, of a better life and a better future for everybody. And mm. we've managed to do that. If you look, a year ago, we had, we had the first black cricket captain named in Timber Bovuma. Um, what that did for the youth and, and for our country and, and how I saw white South Africans just rally behind him and support him um, was just something really special. And if we looked at what Timber has done um, with the, bat in the and in the test series against India and as a captain and with the bats in the uh, ODI series against India and winning 3 is just phenomenal. Mm. And I think if you speak to Timber, he knows that every single person at Lions cricket, whether they are black, white, colored or Indian, whether you're from this background or that background, whether you believe this or believe that, whether you're a man or a woman, he knows that he has this entire province and every single person involved um, behind him every step of the way. And when you start to play with that freedom, and and you start to really believe and have a sense of belonging. You can deliver such such uh, magical things. Yeah. And um and and that's what we managed to do on so many levels. It really just is a way of life for us now. It's no longer, or or, or certainly over the past two years, it never has been. But it certainly is not a tick box exercise for anyone within Lions Cricket. Mm-hmm. We we launched a, a set of cultural values um, for all of us. We we designing a diversity workshop for our. For our entire team from players and staff and
0: wow. and everyone
1: that's involved um we, we're launching a diversity workshop um this year where all of us will be on what, um, what does
0: and that it's look a really like a
1: workshop about inclusivity and about being a family and that's what i think lions cricket has done so well we mm-hmm. are the pride of josie and if you look at the lions and being a pride uh, we like mm-hmm. to believe that the lions family is really a pride and, and something that we want to the leaders of for this province and for this country.
0: Yeah, well, you're roaring out uh, all the values there, <laughs> what it is that you do stand for at the end of the day. But I'm interested in this diversity workshop because what does that look like? I mean, we're a diverse nation, you know, we come from different walks of life. You mentioned the different races, languages, 11 of them, you know. There's so much, as you said, it's not just about a tick box, but it is about ticking those boxes at the end of the day, holistically and in a way where it isn't just like uh, tick the box, tick the box, but it is we're a happy family, we're that We live that, you know, we're um, welcoming of your differences and who you are and the path that life has sent you on. So I'm interested to know what does this diversity workshop look like? Is it something that says this is how we live and work together? Or is it something that says this is how we as the Central Gauteng Lions will go about doing our business as a unit?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Rhymes. It certainly is a bit of a hybrid of everything. But we're really designing this diversity workshop ourselves. And we've got some key people that have walked a very long journey with Lions cricket. We've also got some new fresh blood in the Lions family. And and we're taking all those learnings and all those experience and fresh new ideas and putting them into a workshop that's designed for us so that we can continue to be the change agents and continue to lead not only cricket in this country, but sport in this country. Because at the end of the day, we need people to look at Lions cricket and say, Jeepers, if those guys can do it and look where they've come from, and look what they're doing and what they're delivering. Um, we need to raise our game and get better and be a part of this change movement. Yeah. And that's really what we strive for at Lions Cricket. We want to be really the leaders on the field and off the field. And uh, we launched four very key words this year live, love, learn, and lead. And uh, if you look at the Freedom Test Series that was between uh, South Africa and India, it really was a, a celebration of the relationship between Gandhi and Mandela. And what Gandhi taught us in his one quote was live as if you were going to die tomorrow, but keep learning as if you were going to live forever. Mm. And uh, and we know the famous Mandela quote in that that sport is the power to change the world. Um, It it is a a unifier. It it unites people. And if I look at those things and what we manage to do, the world certainly doesn't have a leader issue. They've got a leadership issue. And what we've tried to instill in cricket uh, on the field and off it is that from players to administrators to all of us have a responsibility of being good leaders and making sure that raise the standards of our own leadership hmm. um, in our own departments and our own areas. And as I say, Robes, if I had to script it um, <laughs> two years ago when I took over in 2019, um, yeah, it, it really has uh, been, been a, a, an incredible journey and just to have a team behind me and rallying like there are daily um, and getting up every single day to make a difference in the lives of those that we, we really aren't trusted to, to instill a sense yeah. of hope in and allow the youngsters to dream big. Um, I really have reflected and, and extremely proud.
0: I mean, in your opinion, though, um, Jono, would you say cricket always kind of gets the rap? I, and I was just thinking, you know, talking to the listeners, I was saying, if I think cricket, it always does get the rap, you know, the bad rap of, if it is a poster sport for racism, it happens to go to, to cricket more so, I guess, than other sports.
1: Yeah, Rhymes. I think what cricket has has done well and not well is, is been brave enough to talk and brave enough to tell the truth. Um, I'm from an educational background, and I was in it for 18 years. I saw what happened to rugby and football and other. Um, and trust me, um, the reason that the public and the reason it's so scrutinized in cricket is because uh, people are brave enough to tell the truth and people are brave enough to say something about it. Um, and I commend the media because they do open up cans of worms sometimes that need to be open, and people need to be honest and transparent with the truth. Um, and I think, rightly or wrongly, cricket has managed to, to move forward. And and I believe we're in a place now with with Timba Bovume as captain of our national ODI side that we really can break down those barriers, making sure that we have a future of inclusivity, making sure that we have a future of equality and of equity for both men and women, and and that the next generation of South Africa will hopefully look at people um, in cricket now like Timba and others and say, we can achieve great things if we stand together. Um, with a common vision, uh, a common vision of building a better South Africa uh, mm-hmm. that's fair and open and honest and transparent so that our children can live in a country we can all be part of.
0: Do you think that, that that the Lions, I mean, with or without you, would be able to keep up this reputation, this one that you paint so beautifully, that yes, there is a the change, yes, there are the hard conversations, yes, if you think transformation and you think colour directly, that we do need to tick boxes, but do you think that long live this reputation that you're building?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Rhymes, and I think uh, the sign of any strong leader is to make sure when he steps out of that that he's built a culture where people can transcend and people can continue to move forward. And I believe the team that's at Lions now, from the board to administrators to players, are really a wonderful group of people that will continue uh, to make change and continue to build a stronger province and continue to build people's lives Mm. so that one day... When you reflect back and you say, well, this wasn't just about producing good cricketers. It was pr- about producing good people. Yeah. And um, and if we look at what we've managed to do with... I mean, you look at the three women representing our appropriate women's side yeah. in in Tumi and Aibonga and, uh, and Rasebe. And you, you look at the backgrounds and where they've come from. I mean, they're magnificent stories. Um, and what we need to do is, as people is tell those good stories. We need to have the next generation of people to dream big. Mm-hmm. And it's up to all of us to tell that story. Um, and that's what I've challenged yeah. people in cricket and the players and others, to make sure that they tell their stories so they inspire the next young girl or next young boy. Um, and that's really what we strive for, Rome. So to answer your question, I believe if I had to step up tomorrow, uh, this team is, is really a united team with a common vision, and that's to move forward together mm-hmm. in a holistic mm-hmm. way, which mm-hmm. is really, really something cool. And something I'm proud
0: of.: What is the hardest part of your job as we talk about, I guess, transformation, equality, equity, diversity, sustainable, uh, economic, social and environmentally friendly uh, change across all spheres of the Union? Is it that you do have to see color? Is it that you do have to give everybody a fair chance and build a rainbow nation out at, at the Lions?
1: Yeah, I think and I've had some really robust conversations with some other sporting administrators, with principals at schools and other, where we have challenged them on being maliciously compliant. There's one thing about having players of colour on the field and, and saying you're playing black players. But if they're not batting or not bowling and they're fielding from fine leg to fine leg, well, then with all due respect, you might as well not play them because mm. there's zero quality of opportunity. The only way we're going to build uh, better players and build a sense of belonging is if we if, is if we empower and if we improve the quality of opportunity of all South Africans, um, and I think that's what we really strive for. We've managed to to really got the buy-in of, of schools and universities and all our clubs and stakeholders, um, and really the ecosystem of Lions Cricket now is really um, striving to a common goal, and and I couldn't have wished for a better for a better vision for us all to be on and a better bus and journey for us to all be enjoying together. And uh, and as I say, it is a collective effort of everyone. Uh, There's so many variables, so many stakeholders. But you ask me what the toughest bit of this job is? Probably all the late-night meetings. Right?
0: <laughs> Jono, as, you, as but, uh, you...
1: But really, really cool and, and something uh, which we certainly should, uh, should celebrate.
0: Yeah, I hope that the best part is giving interviews, Jono, if the late nights are anything to go <laughs> well, by. certainly to
1: you. Certainly <laughs> thank to you on you, a Saturday thank afternoon, afternoon is, never, is never a hard thing to do. So uh, thanks,
0: Rach. In Three years in that's what you're going for. From 2019 to this year, what would you say is the well, best part I've of your job? Well, I've
1: completed my second year, so I'm... I'm Two years and, and three months. And in. three
0: months. Okay, okay. Heading into the third, um, <laughs> what is the best part, Jono?
1: Yeah, I think the best part is to just see the change. I mean, Rome's uh, Lions Cricket was was declaring losses of between twelve and fourteen million annually for three consecutive financial years before I got there. Um, and and if you look at a ninety percent turnaround, a company that's gone from from being a level four B contributor to level two. Uh, having the first black um, captain of the country, um, producing young men and young women that really feel a sense of belonging, mm. taking um, this brand and, and really being the pride of Josie, the mayor of Johannesburg, Dr. Paul Palazzi, um, for lunch in the stadium the other day. And just hearing her and hearing her vision um, is just inspiring. And I think everyone's looking at this Lions brand now and what it's managed to achieve in, in very tough times of COVID and in the past 18 months or so. And what it's managed to do and what it's managed to deliver is an inspiring story and one that we really have taken and, and running with. And uh, and we're not stopping, loans, we, We're we not slowing down because we want a, a, an Imperial Wondrous Stadium that's got 28,000 people in it again, all screaming for Kemba, all screaming for Rabada, all screaming for Rossi or Risa, or our Lions players. Um, and, and we're excited for that. So we haven't managed to enjoy that in the past 18, 18 months. And, um, and yet really still managed to move this company forward in a very strong direction. Um, so when those gates open again and we can welcome our fans back, um, the, the fairy tale will continue.
0: Yeah, it will. Happily ever after. <laughs> Jono, thank you. Thank you so very much for your time on this Saturday afternoon and for chatting to us here on The Touchline
1: pleasure. Let's keep leading South Africa and making a better country together.
0: Onward. Thank you so much. John O'Leaf right there, Central Gauteng Lions CEO. And as I was chatting to you guys, also not too long ago, I mean, behavioral norms become culture. And as he is saying, when he does step out and if he does, he's quite happy with the culture that he has built. Um, The score that they've gotten, as he says, not just about ticking, but I do know that they do have to tick those, but not, I guess, as he was talking to the administrators, you know, um, just ticking for the sake of ticking. It's ticking Those boxes for the sake of change. And so, congrats, Lions, on just building that working environment um, that is conducive, where you are led, you know, purposefully uh, in an environment that enables and allows you to flourish. And it doesn't matter from where you are in the world or walks of life or what you've been through, there's room for you to come share, build. And it sounds like a pretty nice place to work. I should check the communications department. Port
1: St. John's, we've got you covered on 100.2 FM. Feel good music.